Hello, I'm Craig Constantine. Hi, and I'm Lizzie Rhodes-James. Hi, Lizzie. It's a pleasure to have you join me on the show today. We do a little pre-call, and I like to ask people, like, free association mode, what comes to mind when I say podcasting? And you particularly brought up right out of the gate that it's hard work. And then you also said, like, I don't actually have a podcast, um, but I'll point out that you said, how many episodes do you have? How many episodes did you put out? 400. Yeah, right. 400. Okay. So I don't care that you're not currently pushing publish. You've done a lot. And I think there's a lot of experience that is is maybe hiding in there that maybe you do, maybe you haven't realized you have. And mm. um, you mentioned when I said, oh, why would you want to do all the hard work? And you said, because you wanted to give back. And there's a lot that you've learned. And I'm wondering, what was it like when you got to, I'm, I'm, I don't want to say the end, I'm air quoting, but when you got to the end and you decided to stop publishing, do you feel like you've accomplished what you wanted to accomplish, like the learning or the giving back? Do you feel like you're you're done or do you feel like you stopped for some other reason? So I think it is a pause, perhaps rather than a stop. Mm. So I did some recording um last August of longer episode one in particular who somebody put huge amount of effort and was very vulnerable and I feel guilty that I still not put it out there but um so I think it's a pausing I think it's uh, podcasting is amazing opportunity to share and I love giving so as part of that process it's uh it's great to do that and I guess now I've got into a routine of understanding what it is and you're talking about learning that's what it is you know that's that period of time where you consider and then you perhaps draft then you write, some people read it off. Sometimes you do it completely off the top of your head. Um, so it, yeah, it's, there's a combination of things really. And I think the moment it's pausing, I'm, I think on the last episode I did say I'd start in the new year. So that's fast approaching. Mm. Not quite sure how soon <laughs> in the new year that will be happening. But uh, Sometimes I get the urge to go back and edit things that I've published. <laughs> like, you know, if I just snip that sentence off the end of there and re-put the MP3 file out, would anybody really notice? <laughs> um, there's definitely an aspect of of keeping myself honest to the mm. work that I do. So even in these shows where it's mostly me just chasing my curiosity mm. um, and talking to other people, there's also an aspect of what questions do I choose? Like which parts of my curiosity do I share mm -hmm. with people listening? Um, and that keeps me honest about like why, like in the big picture, why am I still podcasting? Why am I still having conversations? Mm. And I, I'm sensing in your, um, you were doing short, you know, minute, two minute, three mm. minute type of recordings. Do you find that you, were you using that as a, as an accountability type of thing? And do you, if you were, do you miss that now that you're not doing it? Like what part of what you were doing is calling you back the strongest? I think giving back. I mean, you rightly pointed out, you know, about giving back, you know, what are you giving, what have you been given to give back? But I think yes. it's, it's about, it's what it's, you know, there's always part of learning and your own experience of what that actually is. So I guess, I mean, you beautifully brought it out. Perhaps it's gratitude for what you have had to allow other people to learn from that. And I think also, though, when you listen to podcasts, sometimes it's nice to have some kind of reassurance around what you've experienced or what you've heard is is something what you're going through too. So it's I guess it's it's giving in some ways that people can feel that it can be better in some way as a result of listening to it, whether it's a thought-provoking idea or a tip or a tool, um, so they can use that for themselves to be better. Do you try to figure out, sometimes I try to figure out, and I'm wondering if you do too, try to figure out whether or not 
particular podcasts are more six episodes that I've created are more successful than other ones. So I have a conversation. I think they're all awesome. Like I enjoy the conversations like, yay, winning, you know, hashtag Craig winning. But then sometimes I zoom out and I think, well, I should try to figure out are the people who are listening to the project, are they enjoying a certain kind of guest or are they enjoying certain facets of my curiosity more than others? And that like that can be really good. Like if I sit down and think, you know, why do I keep asking this question, some particular right. thing, then yeah, that refines what I'm doing. It makes the conversations better and the listeners get more out of it. But it can also be a vicious taskmaster to like continuously like navel gaze at what piece should be better. And do you do do you do that? Have you looked like have you thought back about all right, well, the first hundred that I did, I was really into X. And now for the second hundred, I think I should do more of that or do less of that. Like how self-aware and like self-feedback. That's that's not grammar, but <laughs> how self-aware and how self-feedbacking have you been with the whole arc of the whole 400 that you've done? Mm. Great, love that. Great feedbacking. Um, <laughs> Sorry, it's otherwise taking it. two minutes. No, it's good. I love it. <laughs> so that yes, there has been. So for the first, I don't know how many. I, I was um, doing podcasts, and I was also writing on LinkedIn. And then for the latter piece, I was, I was actually, I don't know, it's half cheating. I was what I was writing on LinkedIn. I was essentially creating into a podcast. Mm-hmm. And so I guess the feedback I had was potentially how many people read what I did on LinkedIn. But I think the, 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 it, if you get too wrapped up in that, you're being driven. What are you being driven by? Are you being driven by the audience? You don't actually know who the audience is looking at it. Or are mm-hmm. you being driven by the means of doing it? And I, I seem to remember, which is why I got in the first place on the Kimbo workshops, just having a go. And I think that's just so pertinent. You, you, by, by having a go and thinking about it and just keep doing it. If I was, I vividly remember, because I first started doing it, I was at my sister's house and I was standing, I think, in my nephew's bedroom to record whatever I was doing. This was before I went live with the podcast. And it was just literally was the top of my head. So it'd be some kind of business or leadership piece, or it might be relating to, obviously coaching is completely confidential, but it might be relating to, a coaching conversation a topic of a coaching conversation and I have some of that so for me yes it was partly um, looking at it and I think from the technical perspective I was probably more aware of it rather than the the pure content perspective but I I guess Mm. I've now been I think just about been writing not quite every day but pretty much every day for a year on LinkedIn just by doing that the words have got better because I don't know how many people listening to this have done their own podcast. Some of it's completely off your mind, you know, as in thinking and you speak at the same time, Mm. which is what we're doing now. But many of the podcasts, particularly latterly, were, you know, I'd write them and then I'd read them off. So it becomes a much more, potentially a much more succinct conversation. And then from that, you can learn as to what works. And I think the other piece is when I was I'm um, looking at the other day actually also supported my writing so I would actually do the podcast and sometimes tweak the writing before I'd press publish on LinkedIn because it allows you to better be able to see perhaps how the flow of what you've written comes out too mm-hmm. so I guess there were yes there were simple to answer questions yes there were one was around the technical piece what could I do differently and the second thing was around how could I arti- articulate the words so the message came across in a succinct way? But I guess mm. by using voice rather than just words like you would at LinkedIn, it just becomes a bit more personal. Mm. There are so many different, uh, I like to 
lean on the, I think it was George Surratt or Soro, the pointillist, the famous pointillist painter, like, you know, people in the 1700s mm. at the beach and kind of thing. Um, and if you, even if you're not intending to make a large picture, if mm. you are doing something that has individual episodes or you're running individual blog mm. posts or LinkedIn posts, you are making an overall mosaic out of your work. Somebody is going to like put it all in one place and step back and go, what does that look like? Uh, and I'm, I don't do the type of podcast episodes that you do. I don't generally do host on mic. I don't generally uh, do the small, short form, everyday type of thing. And I'm wondering, but I, I do often step back from my work and try to go like, okay, 60 episodes of this, like, am I, am I still doing the same thing that I thought I was doing? Like, I do try to step back and look at the work from across the room. Have you, have you tried to look at your, I'm going to call it the whole body of that podcasting work? Have you tried to step back and look at it to see, um, well, first of all, have you tried to do that? And does it make some kind of coherent uh, image or some sort of type of coherent body of work that you can see? So I think what it seems, what you've just said, it's about the, what are the key themes that are coming from it? And yes, I've tried to. And I think <clears throat> and part of it has been around, I wrote some manifestos, which I did as well, which was around um, focus, I'm trying to think what the creativity, I'm trying to think what the other ones were, but it, what, what, so yes, there were themes, but I think there's still, I'm still, although it sounds bizarre, trying to sort of hone in on. So it's all about better. What does better mean? What it better means, it's in the eye of the beholder. It's not in mine. It's about like coaching. Mm -hmm. You know, what does success mean to you is different to what success means, to, success means to me. And therefore it's important that you pick out what that is. So in the same way, what are the themes that's coming from that? And I think there the potentially are the themes in that, whether it's pausing, priorities, creating a picture of your success, planning, you know, there's kind of consistencies there. But I think also, though, it's trying to, for me going forward as well, it's trying to, nothing's new under the sun, as somebody referred to, something I was talking to earlier. <laughs> so therefore, it's not, you're going to be different. But how you shape that and how you share that potentially allows people to be interested in it. And again, it's not about you know chasing the likes, but it's chasing the people who potentially can gain the most from it. Hmm. Um, when did you, uh, I think we mentioned this, you started podcasting in 2019 or 2020? 2020. 2020. And so it's, it's like, what, a year and two months, a year and three months. It's a fairly recent addition to you know, like who you are and how you give back. Is there anything that you can point to that you set aside in particular to make space for that new habit or that new activity? Because 400 episodes took you, you know, at least 800 hours, right? To do all that. Like, is there anything that you can say, yeah, I set this other thing down to make space to do that? So particularly with the lockdown, it was slightly easier. So I like to exercise in the morning and I didn't have access to a swimming pool. And particularly through the darker months, I couldn't go out and exercise relatively safely in the world of things. So I used to get, I, I would naturally wake up early in the morning. So I get up and write and do podcasting before anyone else was awake. Mm. So it was, and it's allowing that time. And even now, even though I'm swimming, I'll come in, I'll write something potentially for a blog or have some, create some ideas which then is, so it's, it's creating that system and that habit. So the system about how you use things, the, 
the tools to be able to create the podcast and you know with your changing your editing things like that so that's one bit and then the second thing is was around the writing and the considering the subject and sometimes even the you know going swimming can really help that too because it gets Mm. your mind going but so it's for me it's around creating a habit habit yeah it's kind of a routine that consistently do that morning is it, to me is always the best whether you're a morning person or not is the time I've sensed that you have the most control over because it's generally before you've opened your emails before someone has got hold of you <laughs> the doorbell and, rings the mail arrives right yeah and yeah. so therefore it's the only time you have control over it. so before you cut into anything else use that and for me I've got two children and so for, before they get up it's before they need me as well hmm. Hmm. A lot of people who get into podcasting, they have like a particular thing that they wanted to share. Mm. Um, And I I don't know whether a lot is 40% of all people or 60% of all people or 40% of the people that I've bumped into. Like, I'm not quite sure what I mean by a lot, but I have this feeling or I have this um, experience of a lot of people have a thing that they want to share. I want to share this story or I want to share other people, like they have something they're going after. And it really sounds like you just fell into, I don't mean that in a bad way, but just fell into doing the short form daily podcast as a way of thinking. Um, but what brought you into the podcasting course? If, if I'm right, if you didn't have a, a yes, I'm starting a podcast because as most people seem to, when they start podcasting. So, my podcast is called Lizzie's Inner Strength Moments or Moments of Inner Strength. I should know the right way around. But, um, <laughs> um, yeah. but one of the, so one of the things, so I, oh gosh, I don't know how far, was it about a year and a half before that maybe? I was I doing a bit on LinkedIn, uh, uh, Twitter about Lizzie's inner, uh, Moments of Inner Strength. And so I guess there was, but that's what I labeled it because I didn't know where else to label it. So there wasn't necessarily anything concrete, but I knew I wanted to do something that allows to share content for which other people can benefit from. And podcast, I'd all, for, I don't know, at least two, if not three years beforehand, I kind of said, oh, I'm going to do a podcast. And so that's how it, and I came across Akimbo and it was just timely. So it was, it was more to do with that. So there wasn't, you know, there was not about a story or a particular, you know, um, you know, high performance or anything else. It was just allowing that flow. And I think through that, I enjoy being creative and I enjoy sharing. It's very much part of the values, my value system. So it combines well together. I think going forward again, you ask what's happened, you know, what might happen next is to perhaps to be a bit more deliberate on that. But again, it's like anything, it's, it's evolving and through the process of doing it, it's still evolving. I, it doesn't feel like I've kind of pinpointed exactly what that is, but mm. it's, yeah. I mean, as you say, it's time consuming. So I guess the fact that I don't do it now, it take, gives me some- Hard work, yes. You said me, it first, it's hard work. <laughs> it yes. gives me a bit more time to, well, it gives me time to do something else, but because I'm swimming now in the morning, it that fills my time till mm. about, because I swim between six and about six and seven, and by the time I'm back on my bike. So, yeah. Mm. What do you think about people who, so I'm going to say there's two kinds of people. Uh, There's people who followed your journey, you know, the episodes, the Mm. podcasting, they followed that year and a half of hard work, may not have known how much work was going on behind the scenes, but they followed that journey with you versus people who might find the, uh, 
find your show, they know, they're listening. They're like, wait, what? And now they're running off to go like start at episode one. What are your thoughts on on the experiences or the takeaways or how it would affect people if they were along for the journey with you versus finding the journey as a an artifact or a thing that's now just sitting out there? That's a great question. I and I guess the sense of the nature of my podcast is you can dip in dip in and out and it doesn't matter and they're quite time timeless. And I guess that's one of the reasons I'm trying to think if I ever mentioned a particular dates, I think there may be one around uh, Remembrance Sunday or the 11th of November last year, but I, I can't recall any being specific. So they're timeless. So it doesn't matter. And that's the nature of them. But, you know, we talk about, when you talk about the Stoics, particularly at the moment and, you know, the core components, you know, a lot of what we do now is not changed for thousands of years and it's just regurgitated. <laughs> and right. I was for somebody I used to know, senior in leadership in a large tech organization, said a number of years ago, he said, never bothered reading business books. You just went to the, to the ancient Greeks because ultimately they still, they repeated what we just get repeated in different formats now. And that journey of discovering, you know, oh, this stuff's a thousand years old. This stuff's two thousand years old. That that journey of discovery, there's no shortcut, right? Like you can't, you know, you can't say to people, "Here's the one paragraph summary, and and this is all you need." It's like they really need to like knock the dust off it and go, "This stuff's really old." And then here's another version, and then find the version that resonates with them, because uh, that's going to be different for everybody. And some people read, some people are visual, some people are auditory learners. Cool. Anything else? I'm watching our time tick down. Anything else that, you know, the threads I haven't pulled on that are like in your head, you want to chase in the last few minutes? No, I don't think so. I think, you know, the nature of podcasting is that for me, it's not, it was, it's a learning journey as you go on, not only is from the, being the creative content producer, but also from the technical side as well. And although like anything, you know, there's no way if you said to me, I think it was something like the 6th of September, 2020, I think was my first episode, mine being the 11th. But anyway, it's around the early September. If you said I'd done, I would do 400 episodes, I would have never said that. <laughs> You're so, crazy, right? <laughs> so it, so it's, a, it's a really good example of perhaps, you know, a stoic saying, you know, take one step at a time and think in the moment rather than worrying about what might be coming next because you just don't know. And the reason I stopped at 400, because I was going to stop a few weeks before, just because there was a lot kind of going on. And I just thought, no, I need a pause of this because the content needs a fresh start or something. But ultimately I could have carried on because I'm still carrying on doing things on LinkedIn. So hmm. who knows, but that's what I'd say, you know, it's, it's a great opportunity to learn and you, you do it and you can transfer that to other parts of your life. I love that you, that like the last thing you're going to end on is these words of encouragement about small steps and just start. <laughs> uh, I love, there's a, I don't know if Lao Tzu said it or it's an old Chinese proverb about if there's somewhere that you need to be, you need to start walking, you know, like it's that first step, just like start. Mm. Um, uh, so I think there's, that's really in really uh, astute for you to like want to end on that. And I, I also think there's a, uh, you didn't say it. I'm wondering if you're aware of it, but there's also a lot of um, wisdom in knowing when to stop walking, you know, like I'm here, like, okay, I've done 400. I can stop here. This is okay for now. So yeah. Um, but cool. Uh, I will just say, I think that's a great place to stop. And thanks so much for joining me today, Lizzie. Oh, thank you, Craig, for inviting me to be here. <laughs>